Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Rule the World, the ultimate power of storytelling. Storytelling is what connects us as humans, and for brands, it is no different. A well-told story can effectively position your brand in the minds and hearts of your audience and can convert thoughts and feelings into results and revenue. On this show, we dive into the unique and recurring principles of world-class storytellers from every walk of life to help you level up your storytelling skills and knowledge to drive real, measurable results for you and your organization. Here's your host, Paul Furlong. Hello and welcome to Rule the World, the art and power of storytelling. I'm your host, Paul Furlong. Just a quick reminder that my book, Rule the World, Master the Power of Storytelling to Inspire, Influence and Succeed is now available. You can get hold of your copy in all good bookshops, including Amazon and Kindle, Waterstones and WH Smith in the UK, Barnes and Noble in the US, and all good bookshops throughout the rest of the world. Anyway, without further ado, I am delighted to introduce you to today's guest, Annie Olafua. She is a storytelling strategist. Annie is a born and bred Brit and a specialist in business communication. She has built successful businesses, delivering accredited training in both the UK and South Africa. Her busy consultancy helps businesses define their brand and boost sales using the powerful tool of storytelling. Annie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Paul. I'm really happy to be here. So I've given you a little bit of an introduction there. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Okay, fantastic. So the reason I put that I'm a born and bred Brit is because uh, the, the one of the main areas that I'm doing my business is in South Africa. So it's just a bit of information for them. But yes, yeah, storytelling for business is is the game. Um, I'm sometimes called a strategist. I'm sometimes called a coach, storytelling coach. But it's all about using stories to help businesses. One of the taglines I have, which seems to sum it up very well, is to help businesses dream big and sell more. So it's a nice a nice combination of dreaming and selling that comes through stories. Um, and my background is 
is all about stories. Um, I, I often tell people how, unlike a lot of kids who had stor- bedtime stories told to them, I used to tell myself bedtime stories. So it's not because my parents neglected me, on the contrary. It's just that I found that I love stories so much that I used to tell myself bedtime stories from when I was about eight years old. Um, and sometimes these would become epics that lasted night after night. They became like Netflix series where I would elaborate the stories. And from there, it just sort of grew up. With, I was very good at English at school. And then I became trained as a teacher, an English teacher. So, again, it was about language, it's about communication. It's about helping children and young people explore stories. And then as I transitioned into the corporate sector, teaching and training communication, stories kept coming up again and again because there's so many applications for business, as, as I'm sure you know extremely well. Um, so the corporate training was the evolution. And of course, when I started my own business, it was communication. And then it evolved so that I focused on storytelling for business. So there was this, yeah, this ongoing love of stories from when I was little to to today when I'm I'm making a living out of it. Amazing. I love that story as well, telling yourself bedtime stories uh, to get yourself to sleep. That's brilliant. So yeah. let's start let's start really simply. How do you define story? That's a good question. A story is uh, something that conveys an emotion through a narrative. So a story is something that makes that connection with people that leaves an impression on them, that helps them understand something new or exciting, that sparks their imagination, that gives information, that helps clarify, that takes you on a journey. A, a story puts that into a narrative form so that you can understand the flow of events and arrive at an understanding. And from a business con- context, once you arrive at that understanding, it leads to an outcome, whether it's an action that you take or an action that's on the part of the clients that you're aiming for. So a story opens up a world that leads to that that behavior that you want as a business person, but it takes you on a journey. It gives information um, and it sometimes opens up a whole new world for you. And the common denominator is that it's in the form of a narrative. So it's not going to be, for example, a spreadsheet or or something um, technical. It is a a plot, a, a series of events that have highs and lows that have corresponding emotions. And so the fact that it lands with that end point that leads somebody to an understanding and potentially then to to take an action, that's where it's so important for you in the work that you do as a consultant and, and a strategist, I take it. Yeah, because obviously sometimes people want to, that they have an idea in mind and sometimes it's, it lacks clarity uh, or sometimes they, um, that they need to crystallize a, a, a brand idea or maybe they're struggling to make breakthroughs in terms of how their social media performs or perhaps they want to perform better at networking events and they need to have a, a better verbal delivery. So they have a kind of a goal that they want that perhaps they're finding muddled um, in terms of how to get there. And it's amazing how if you analyze the stories that they already have, it gives clarity. So that that activity that they're trying to perform better in, the stories will give them some kind of insight in actually how to have a better successful networking meeting or a more successfully performing Facebook page. 
So that is the action that they that they're aiming for, and the, and the stories will give them not just the content, but also the know-how, the steps. And that's where the strategizing comes in. It's amazing how stories can lead to strategy as well as, you know, the actual content themselves. So talk me through that uh, in a little bit more detail, because I've heard of like sales strategists who, who come in and, and talk through a, a sales strategy from, from A to, A to Z and you hear about um, like process strategists who come in and put a, a process in place for some piece of uh, some manufacturing process. What's your what's your strategy for helping people to let's say sell more or or communicate better with a story? What does that look like in your world? It looks like um, a consultation where we start exploring stories, and the starting point is always the dream. So I never go into, let's find something that's going to create a six-week campaign on Facebook. Let's start with your dream. Let's start with what makes, what inspires you, how your business started. So your business origin story. Um, let's look at the problems that you're solving and, and analyze those stories. And let's look at what you do differently from other people and tell me the stories of that. And that way we can find out your unique selling point. Or tell me a story about something you did that was remarkable, a breakthrough that you had. And that will give a, a powerful impact story that you can drop in, in, in sales. So we have a session where we just explore and we dream and we share the adventures, the highs, the lows, the origins, um, the, the, the people that you've helped. And from there, I'm able to start to see patterns. So I'm able to say to somebody, you know, what I'm seeing from the stories is that you've told is that you repeatedly seem to do this thing and often my clients will say oh my goodness that's that's fantastic I never saw that before um and then that for example can become a theme that they use to to share through social media or through what their sales campaigns look like that shows um what's unique about them an example obviously to tell a story is uh I'm working with a, a virtual assistant and you know the virtual assistant space is becoming very crowded at the moment um, and I was doing that same process I just described to you, where I was talking to her and said, tell me about your childhood. Tell me about why you got into this. And she told me the story about when she was young, her parents never had time to go to her um, school events, like the sports days or, you know, theatre shows and so forth. Um, and so when she had um, a little girl of her own, she didn't want her child to have that same experience. So she started a virtual assistant business so that she could actually free up time for people. And as I gathered the stories from her, the common theme that came out was giving people back time. And through that, I would say to her, are you aware of that? And she was able to have that light bulb moment where she connected very strongly with becoming a specialist in time. And that's how she separated herself from other virtual assistants. And that's how we came up with a tagline, your partner in time. And that's now how she, she's put that on her website, that's on her on her business card and so forth. And that came through her story, through her storytelling process. And now she does webinars on how to manage time. She does webinars on um, the magic of time. And again, she's built from that story, a whole kind of strand of her business. And, and that's how it works in, in the context of, you know, your branding and your unique selling point, but also what inspires you. That's the thing that comes out of the process, because it's important that you are excited as an entrepreneur and your stories show where your excitement lies from the patterns 
So I see the patterns and I help you see them too. That's amazing. And I love that story as well, finding the the why she did what she did that then kind of permeates throughout the rest of her, obviously who she is, but the rest of her brand to to kind of inwardly then outwardly and, and that reputational build out to to what people hear and know about who she is and what what her company does do you then help her kind of formulate and tell additional stories on top of that do you, do you get into the nitty-gritty of what the uh, kind of how to tell those stories um they there's it depends on what people want um so for example i'm a big proponent of creating a story bank so story bank is literally, and I will help them create it, a spreadsheet of stories for different purposes and, and if importantly, different audiences. Um, and your story bank can be something as simple as, you know, 12 stories that we gather together. And then once we look at those, you will know this story is very good for, for example, if I'm having a sales conversation and I want to make sure that I'm more likely to get the conversion. This story is more for people who are puzzled about what I do and they need clarification clarity about how it works. Uh, this story is somebody for somebody who um, has been referred to me and they want to know about me as a person before they do business with me. So the story bank will have those stories categorized. And once you have them, then you become familiar with them. And what I also teach is storytelling. And this is something that I'm very big about. Storytelling is about active listening. You have to listen because then you know what story to drop. At, um, at each particular moment, um, if it's a verbal transaction. So through active listening, you will have your story bank in mind and you will say, this person really does need to know about that particular story because that's going to help them hit, hit uh, a certain point that's going to make a breakthrough. So we create the story bank. And then from there, if the person wants to move on to that, the next stage, we put that into a strategy. So that I will work with colleagues that I have who are specialists, for example, in SEO, so that we can create blogs from your stories. And I'll work with them so that the blogs, the blogging can happen and it will function um, very well on your website in terms of SEO. Or if it's just a social media campaign you want, I'll work with um, my colleagues who are very good at graphic design and we'll create cashy things on Instagram, Facebook. They'll do the graphics, but I'll come up with the punchy lines. Don't forget, stories can be very short. Stories can only be one sentence. In my, we call them micro stories. They make fantastic Instagram posts and so on. And what I always say to people that's so exciting is that one story can generate literally weeks and weeks and weeks of amazing content if you know how to unpack it. And then you can, as you say, it can be put in multiple formats. I also have a videographer who I work with who creates fantastic promotional videos based on the stories that we find from the initial storytelling, gathering consultations. Amazing. There's so much to unpack there. I think I think I'd like to <laughs> I think I'd like to really start with the um the idea that one story gives you kind of months and months of of content. So talk to me about uh, how, th how that works. Uh, you start with this one story. What, what do you do with that story that gives you all of those, those different bits of content that's going to last all that time? 
there's a story. Um, one of my clients I worked with is a fantastic estate agent. And she tells the story of um, an elderly lady who was struggling to sell her house. Her husband had passed away. Um, and he was the one who used to take care of all the maintenance and so forth. So when he died, she had she really was lost. And she was ripped off by many unscrupulous tradespeople as she tried to get her house fixed up to sell. She was hemorrhaging money and her health was being damaged. My client came in and using her contacts of, of trusted tradespeople, she was able to get the house um, fixed up. Um, and also using her expertise as a realtor, she was able to get that house sold. So as the house was originally on the market for two years, when she went in, she turned that house around to a sale in, a, in two weeks. So that story has impact because you can see the difference in time. Numbers in stories work that way. But also, how do we unpack that to get weeks and weeks of content? Well, let's think about it. What's going on in that story? It was an elderly lady. So there's a blog there or an email there. Um, uh, older people who are moving on from a home they love, how we can help you. Um, uh, don't get ripped off by unscrupulous tradespeople. Here's our guide to find people, tradespeople you can trust. Struggling to sell your house? Our expertise will help you turn around the house that won't sell. Moving on from a home that you've loved for many years can be a, a emotionally demanding. We'll come in and help you say goodbye to that home and find something new, and so on and so on and so on. So can you see how we look at that story from all the different angles and all the different pain points that it speaks to? The elderly lady, the tradespeople, not selling the house, moving on from a home you've loved, and so on and so on and so on. And that's from that one story. And you generate the weeks of content by just literally you atomize the story into its components of all the different possible pain points that it speaks to that your target clients would experience. And, and the, when, what I do is I do that with you once or twice with stories, and then you get it. It's like a muscle that you start to flex. And once you see, okay, now I know how to atomize that story for all the possible pain points that can sell or create content, and it just starts to roll from there. And I imagine with the different pain points on that story, you can then let's say it's the uh, the unscrupulous tradespeople store a part of the story. You can then use that in different formats, can't you? You could put it onto Instagram, you could put it onto TikTok, you can put it into a blog, you can turn it into a video. So not only have you got that those different story angles, the different pain points, you can then turn it into different types of content. Am I right? Exactly that. Exactly that. Um, and part of the, the strategizing part of what I do is to look at the, the format that suits you best. Some people don't want to make YouTube videos. Some people only want to make YouTube videos. So I'm very sensitive to that. And also your, you know, certain formats will be better for your target audience. Some, some of your target audience will never go to TikTok. So there's no point in doing that. They're going to be firmly in the LinkedIn space. Um, depending on. And so we are sensitive to that. But the stories are ultimately adaptable in that regard. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So Annie, one of the other things that I wanted to unpack from that 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 big bit that I needed to unpack before was you talked about micro stories, stories that can can just be in one single sentence. And so is, is that a case of a huge story that you're, you're bringing down into kind of one sentence or is that like uh, just, just a story that only needs one sentence T- tell me a bit more about, about micro stories. Yeah, the reason I um, I like to talk about micro stories is so that people understand that stories don't have to be long. Um, it can be one sentence or just a few well-chosen sentences. And of course, um, so, uh, many people may be aware of the story, the shortest story ever told by Ernest Hemingway, which was only six words. Um, and that story goes, for sale, baby shoes never worn. And it's so powerful because it's got all the elements of the story. It's got the drama. It's got that magical curiosity. um, And and it's engaging. And you can do the same with your stories. Obviously, it starts by thinking of the the fuller version of the story and then summarizing it. So what comes to mind is the client of mine who um, is a security uh, specialist who installs security and alarm systems. And with him, once I was working with him with the stories, I was able to notice the pattern that he's a fantastic um, teacher and instructor, as well as a specialist in installing alarms. Um, And I was able to say to him, you know, you've got this skill that's unusual in the sense that you not only can make people feel safer through actually equipment, but through enlightening them and educating them about security. And from from that, we came up with a remarkable tagline that he's using now. Uh, You've heard of the idea of a false sense of security. From that, we came up with the tagline, a true sense of security. And the micro story that he would tell, uh, for example, is how when he installs alarms in a house, he's aware of the fact that different rooms have different rates of um, activity and therefore the systems have to be sensitive to that. He might drop a story in saying, I worked with a family who used the bedroom way more than the study. Therefore, the alarm system is aware of that and therefore unusual activity is picked up much, much um, quicker. That's a whole story that he told. It's not one sentence, but it's a few sentences. But it's just like the Ernest Hemingway story. It had that the problem, which was which rooms have more um, usage, and it had the outcome, we're able to respond appropriately and make you safer. Um, another story was the lady that I work with who's a horse therapist, um, and she uh, what she does is very unusual and abstract. And so people will say, well, how, how does working with horses help me um, as a therapy. Uh, so she says, well, you know, a micro story from her is that I worked with a teenage girl who was suffering from five seizures a week. And after working with me, the, the seizures dropped from five to one after only one session with my horses. That's a full story. That was, I don't know how many, just a few sentences. 
that that conveyed everything, the conflict, the, the, the outcome and the solution. So stories don't have to be long to have impact. It really does. And and what a great tagline. That I think taglines are so hard to find. Is that something that you you just naturally come across or is that something that you've had to work at? Is is there a process that you use to to distill all of that information and all of those stories down into into a single tagline? Um usually what happens is after I do maybe three consultations with people and I do the story analysis. It, I don't know how it happens. It just pops into my head. Um, and it, it, it's like a, a lightning strike sort of that hits me and I'll say, I've got it. And then I will go back to the client and I'll say, how about this? And more often than not, they'll say, that's inspired and, and, and I'm going to use it. And they do. They actually change all their stuff and, and start using the tagline. Um, and, it, and it's all suggested from the stories. So do you think that's a... Um... Do you think that's, like you were talking about before, a, a muscle that, that you've used and developed over time? Do you think that's natural ability? Do you think it's a bit of both? Do you think it's something that we can learn with with practice? I think it's something that you can learn, definitely, because it's once you actually, um, let's say, for example, you create your story bank um, of 12 stories, and then you start to look at them and you say, okay, that's there's something I'm noticing that's a pattern here that speaks about how my business works or what's unique or something that I can, that I've got a very um, strong gift in or a problem that I solve on repeatedly. Once you start to see those patterns, you can put that together and sort of like um, coalesce it almost in a brainstorm. Um, That's the Story Lab Bloom, for example, I told you about. Well, you brainstorm all of these elements that seem to come up time and time and time and time again. And you say, what's going on there? This this is happening repeatedly. And then the tagline will start to suggest itself. And usually you'll come up with a few things that just don't sound great. It's all a bit hokey. But the story storytelling is a subconscious um, process anyway because of the mechanisms of storytelling that have been there since cavemen days. So our subconscious will work on it and chew it over. And then you'll be actually say, okay, this actually describes what I'm doing. And then you can get clever with words until you until you come up with a tagline. And there are even sort of tagline generators that if you want to, that you can help once you've got those broad strokes in mind. Are they are they easily found on the internet? You just type tagline generator into Google? Is it not working? Yeah, it, but they're usually, um, they're like, um, you know, you've got artificial intelligence now that does um, copywriting for you. Um, they're usually very rough and ready. Um, and then, but they help you with the creative process that leads to that lightning strike when you, you, you get to the, the perfect end result by yourself. They'll take you there and then you'll take the, the, the final steps yourself. But it don't, it is something that definitely can come with practice. I think that's great. I was, I was talking on a, on the Tapfu uh, podcast yesterday um, at the time of recording um, about practice and practicing storytelling. And, and we were talking about um, recording yourself in front of the camera and uh, the fear that people have in front of camera and all the preparation that they do. And they, they don't want to make a mistake with any of the words when they practice. And we were just talking about that being a, a muscle that you've got to flex. And by the time you've done your hundredth video, the first one will seem like it's rubbish. But the 100th one will be great. And then by the time you do your 200th video, the 100th one will look terrible. 
because the 200th one will be so much better, but it's just about practice. And I, I imagine it's ex- exactly the same with this. You've been doing it for years. And so it starts to feel like it's becoming natural to you. Whereas someone who's maybe not done it before, the first one's going to be fairly hokey, as you say. But by the time they've done it a few times, it's going to get better and better and better. What happens, you know, exactly that. What happens with the clients is it's almost a way of looking. Once you actually um, start to, first of all, understand where your stories are uh, and and gather them um, and understand how they work when people hear them, once you actually start to see stories like that, so much starts to open up. And as I say, it's a way of seeing. Um, And once you start to analyze it on that level, the things like the taglines and the unique selling points and the, the 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 impact points that you can use, they become more obvious to you. It's like that. Um, I'm sure you've heard if somebody says to you, the, the color green, notice the color green, suddenly you'll see green things everywhere. Um, with storytelling, it, it's something like that. If, if I say to you, think about, for example, you know, um, how your client felt repeatedly when you were able to give them this coaching session um suddenly your your stories will jump out at you and say okay it's happened there again oh yes now i can see that one too it's almost as if um a lens that you've got that that you put on and you can see the stories that way and then it becomes easier and easier and easier and it and it's fun and it's exciting and i always aim to get to my clients to the point where i'm redundant because they can do it on their own that's the dream, isn't it? To be able to be as good as you at storytelling for, for all, all of our clients. Now, you mentioned the um, the Story Lab Bloom, which is part of your process. You've mentioned that a couple of times. Um, and I think you've picked up on some of the things that you do in that. But talk us through what that what that process looks like a little bit and, and how that helps your clients to uh, kind of be better at selling and uh, whether that be online or or face-to-face. So the story that bloom is after we've done maybe two or three consultations, I will create this very detailed mind map based on your stories. And the mind map will have different sections um, that um, correspond to different parts of your, your business and you as a business owner. So one part of the story that bloom, for example, will talk about um, your, your personal background, your origins, your why, your childhood. Um, things that happened along the journey before you started your business. Um, And then we will literally put a a heading and then we will put the stories that actually clarify that. So, for example, um, one of my one of my coaches talks about how she 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 lives a life of service and we will. That's one of her values. So we will put stories that um, demonstrate how she has been of service to people in that part of the bloom. Just a line, you know, you haven't got a lot of of room on a mind map, but it's enough because it's almost like an aid memoir. Then another section will be your background and credentials because for certain um, target audiences, they want to know your qualifications, your experience. So that comes to the more left brain part of the story left bloom. Then the other side, we're getting to the more dreaming and vision and visualizing start of the bloom. So there we will get into the emotional content, the emotional impact, the emotional power of your business. So that start of the bloom, we'll talk about what you do for people, the change it brings about for people, um, why people want you and need you, 
literally headings and more importantly, the stories that demonstrate that, the stories that illustrate that. And then another part of the bloom will really deep dive purely into who your target audience is, the lives they've had, the stories that you have about clients you've had in the past that you've had successes with that help um, put meat on the bones of what your target audience is. And finally, the other part of the story that bloom is your goals, you know, what you want the next year, for example, to look like. Um, and we will populate that with, with ideas about goals. And again, it's drawn from your stories because what you've done before that you've loved will help you decide the direction where you want to go, where your success was and what has made you happy. I'm very big about, you know, doing what makes you happy because your stories will show that. And goal setting and happiness uh, go hand in hand. So we create this very detailed mind map. And once you actually have that, um, it, 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 it's then easy to take that and say, let's take one of those sections uh, and see how we're going to translate that into a strategy. So, for example, if you're looking at, um, we mentioned the emotional delivery that you want. Um, now, how can that become a series of posts? Uh, which one of those elements on that mind map would be very good for this proposal meeting that I'm coming up, that I've got coming up? Um, which one of those elements in the emotional promise would I always use as my go-to for a conversion when I'm having a conversation that I need to convert into a sale? That's a sales conversion story right there. So you translate the bloom into um, strategic goals. And you literally put them into a spreadsheet that's a story lab, that the story bank, and then you can deploy them accordingly. So the bloom is the colorful, creative, dreaming, idea capturing, and then it becomes the more left brain strategy, depending on what you want to do and who you're talking to. It's amazing, isn't it? Um, we, we went from 60 years ago, having absolutely no emotion in in business whatsoever and everyone being like statistics. And then we've we've finally come around to having emotion and allow it finally allowing a little bit of storytelling and and, and so many businesses need to still take that step to allowing the kind of the storytelling into it. And what what you're doing here is kind of um in the background coming full circle to that and and bringing all this emotion, all this storytelling and codifying it. Um, so that when uh, it, kind of behind the scenes, you've got that codified element of all that storytelling so that um, when they go face-to-face -face with clients, be it online uh, or, or, or physically face-to-face, -face, uh, they, they know exactly what they've got to do when and which stories to tell in order to get that emotional connection with people. I think it's, um, I think it's brilliant what you do. Um, well done. Um, so I, I'm, I'm aware of time, Annie. So I would like to ask you, uh, the three questions, the three quick fire questions that we ask, uh, or that I ask all of our guests uh, on the podcast. So, um, who do you think of when you hear the word story, and why do you think of that person? Ernest Shackleton. He's one of my heroes. You must have heard of him. I have. Um, and the story of the the expiration that, against all odds, he got all of his men home. Um, when really any other person would have given up time and time again. Um, it really is a story that has everything. It has adventure. It has endurance. The name of the ship was endurance. It has amazing characters. 
Um, it has all the elements of, you know, the classic story arc, the story structure, the all the things we know as storytelling specialists. It has it all, but it was real. Um, and it just inspires me. I've actually got a picture of him that I keep on where I can see it on my laptop with the pops up as part of my screensaver just to remind me, keep going against all odds, but also amazing how stories, real life stories are the most powerful, obviously, um, that you can find. So definitely Ernest Shackleton. And can you re recommend any good books or websites or blogs or podcasts about storytelling that, that you've come across? on your journey? Um, there's a guy called Mike Adams that wrote a book called The Seven Stories Everybody Should Sell for Sales. Let me, I want to make sure I get that right. Seven Stories Every Salesperson Must Tell by Mike Adams. Um, and that's really good because, again, it comes from that more left brain space that people need for storytelling sometimes because that shows you for every step of the sales process, these are the stories that you should tell. Connect with the buyer. The buyer, if the buyer's wavering, how you do that conversion, that book really breaks it down. Um, it's something that I refer to re regularly. Um, and also, storytelling for dummies is actually really, really good. You know, a nice, quick, light read. Um, and if you want something that you don't have to pay for, I've written a book called 22 Sales Boosting Ideas Using Stories that you can read in about um, 40 minutes. So, yeah. And where, where can we get hold of that book, your book? Drop me a line. I'll email it to you. Share my um, uh, Annie at getstoried.com. I will happily send that to you. Brilliant. And storied is S-T-O-R-Y-D, isn't it? So yes. Annie at G-E-T-S-T-O-R-Y-D.com. So um, with that in mind then, a final question, where can we find out more about you um, and where can we find you online? So my website is getstory.com. Um, so that's got all my contact details, a um, bit more about how I work and who I am. Um, I'm also a member of BNI and um, always welcoming connections from BNI people who want one-to-one. -one. So the BNI community will know who I am. And yeah, just contact me. And it all starts with a 90-minute consultation. Um, it's, it's not a big commitment at all. It's just that wonderful exploration dreaming process that's, that opens up the whole world of everything that I've been talking about. That's brilliant. Well, Annie, thank you very much for sharing your knowledge and wisdom today. Really appreciate it. And uh, I hope we can do this again sometime soon. Thank you so much, Paul. It's been an absolute pleasure. Just a quick reminder that my book, Rule the World, Master the Power of Storytelling to Inspire, Influence and Succeed, is now available. You can get hold of your copy in all good bookshops, including Amazon and Kindle, Waterstones and WH Smith in the UK, Barnes and Noble in the US, and all good bookshops throughout the rest of the world. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Rule the World. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And visit weareopusmedia.com for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you develop your storytelling abilities. That's weareopusmedia.com. Thank you, and see you next time. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 